0: Viewmasters, it's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters, talk about movies that we
1: view. Viewmasters, my friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters.
0: Hey, let's start the show. Hello, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode two hundred and forty-four. Wonder Woman 1984. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello Joe. <laughs> bum, 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 <laughs> bum 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 <laughs> bum Oh boy! I told you before we started recording that I'm in a really weird mood today, so yep. I figure I would let the listener know as well.
1: All right. Well, if this <laughs> is uh, how you're going to express it. I approve. I'm
0: coming in hot. Good.
1: <laughs> uh, no
0: one. Wonder Woman,
1: 1984 is yes. the movie. I am very excited that we are doing a sequel to a previous episode. Did we? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, really, really glad that Kathy Lee Crosby came back for this one. <laughs> you know, it's it's only been you know sixty years. Sure, still looks good. She does. You know, yeah. she she wears that bustier and that jumpsuit well.
1: <laughs> uh, it's a weird tack that uh, the Wonder Woman movies are taken, kind of like how the X Men movies are the recently uh by by you know just doing you know hey every movie is 10 years apart right that is that is kind of interesting yeah new decade i look forward <laughs> to wonder woman 1994 that uh, four. That'll be that'll be great
0: <laughs> it'll be i mean it'll basically just be captain marvel i guess yeah, yeah that's
1: true
0: <laughs> Uh what what superhero movies came out in 94? Steel, I believe, came out in 1994. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a crossover there. Ooh, that'd be awesome. Bring back that Shaq. Would, that would actually be incredible.
1: <laughs> just just fold Shaq into the Snyderverse.
0: Yes. <laughs> into the Snyderverse? <laughs> that's that's going to be the, you know, they're talking about DC having a multiverse. That's going to be the next, the next big thing after Flashpoint is, is Justice League into the Snyderverse,
1: where we get to see all the versions of that movie
0: exactly at once <laughs> and, and played played simultaneously. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look how much spikier everything is on
1: one screen than it is on the other.
0: <laughs> Crazy. Yep.
1: And. One third of it will also be uh, black and white. That's true. Yes. For some reason. Cause yeah. That's how I like my superheroes.
0: Dull. Absolutely. Monochromatic. <laughs> you know, when I think the Justice League, I think film noir. <laughs> uh, no, they, they watched Logan once and were
1: like, this is cool. We could do this. Sure. Uh, of course, didn't uh, Logan do it because uh, that Max Fury Road? <laughs> did they? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 it came after, so I don't know.
0: It could have. Yeah, yeah, I actually didn't. I didn't know that Fury Road did that. That's actually pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah, there, there's uh, his. Uh, I mean, at this point, they all say this. Their preferred vision is in black. Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, but there is a. Uh, what is it? It's. Uh, Fury Road black and chrome edition or something like that. Okay. Uh, and it has, a, uh, has, has the, the regular version and the, the black and white version as well. That's cool. Yeah, and the black and white version is really good. Nice. Uh, it's not just, you know, hey, let's turn down all the saturation. You know, it, it feels <laughs> artfully done.
0: Yeah, I, I can imagine a lot of the, the shots in that movie looking really cool in black and white.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I cannot imagine that uh, Zack Snyder would take uh, such care. No, not at all. (laughs) All right, we're just going to turn down the contrast. Everything's black. Yeah. Like my soul. Like my soul. Yeah.
0: That's what I was going to (laughs) say.
1: Well, I was speaking as Zack Snyder.
0: Oh, okay. I was speaking as me, so. Oh,
1: sure. I mean, that's just assumed that. you and I both have black hearts and black souls. True. Very true. Uh, it feels like a Friday Night Flight thing.
0: <laughs> black hearts, black souls. Yeah. Can't win. Yep. <laughs> That's the dark multiverse. Coach Taylor's motto. Uh, the, coach Taylor, Metal. The, the coach Taylor who laughs, <laughs>, <laughs>, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> anyway Wonder Woman 1984 yeah <laughs> so uh, so this movie came out on Christmas day yep uh, came out in theaters and also on HBO Max yes and uh, I don't know if you've been uh, on on the uh, internet or uh, you know social media between then and now uh a lot of takes about this movie
1: yeah yeah there are I was um I was getting pissed off yeah <laughs> uh, like I I mean my god I mean I know we are about to do probably a semi spoilery review of it uh, here that will be on the internet right uh It'll be about a month from now, though, that it comes out. Uh, B. We're also warning people ahead of time that we may spoil some stuff. Yeah. Uh, and C. We are. I'd like to say that we're keeping it in our pants for the most part. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nobody else fucking is.
0: <laughs> it has. It has become the uh, nigh impossible to exist. On on social media without being spoiled for something, right? You know, even even you know, just from like a vague, a vague tweet or whatever is enough to. I feel like if if it's clever enough, it gives you the information. Yep. About whatever it is.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I saw one that. Uh said something about uh Steve Trevor's character in this movie and knew exactly what the plot point was without yeah. having seen it yet. Uh that's it, obnoxious. Hmm? It's obnoxious. Yes it is. Oh uh, it's even more obnoxious is that you know as soon as this all started I decided okay uh all this shit needs to get muted quickly. Right. And so to Twitter I sprang and uh, went to my mute settings and, and set the words Wonder Woman Wonder Woman eighty four WW eighty four hashtag in front of all of them too, uh, and uh, it didn't work. Yeah, at all.
0: Yeah, it do- it doesn't it doesn't uh, not everybody adheres to the
1: hashtags. Nope. Or or even like people will just post a picture of something or. Uh, just vaguely refer to it without using the title, yeah, yep uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: so the 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 Mandalorian just wrapped up relatively recently for us, yeah um i have I assume you've seen through the end of that season I have indeed okay did did you get that spoiled for you ahead of time as well? I did not that's good, yeah.
1: That's good. Kind of, uh, I did so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I well. Here, you know, the the episodes usually come out on a Friday, uh, and I sleep during the day, so yeah. I'm not on social media while everyone is a friends in a frenzy. And, uh, and then usually, like I would get up and just kind of fart around, and then like, okay, I'll watch Mandalorian, and I was able to do that without, uh, you know. Without that happening, that's awesome. Uh, I, you know, I do also have like you know most Star Wars stuff muted too. So sure.
0: <laughs> I uh, I actually I didn't I wasn't spoiled for that by social media. I was spoiled for that by uh, the site that I write for. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and it was it was something where I uh, we had the the best of post was going up that day. And I went into the back end of the site to make some <laughs> last minute tweaks, and I accidentally looked in the image gallery and saw oh, the, no. the specific thing that everybody was losing their minds about. So I mean, I yeah, there's there's really no way I can can account for that.
1: Uh, I mean. I mean, at that point, it's almost your fault.
0: You know, you're absolutely right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you don't want... Spoilers don't work for a pop culture website. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I just, you know, I I know not to read... Because we got recaps that go up. I know not to read those. Right. Um, I just, you know, didn't expect it... (laughs) Didn't expect Luke Skywalker to be staring me in the face when I went in to, to
1: add a comic book
0: cover image.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, that's not your fault. That, that is. <laughs> I mean, was it like the day it came out?
0: It was, yeah, it was that Friday morning.
1: Jeez, no. Okay, you're you're definitely not the wrong. You know, the, the person in the wrong is whoever uploaded that.
0: Well, I mean, it was you know, it was within the recap was what it was there for. Still, um, and and we you know we say those spoil those recaps are you know include spoilers. So sure, we're warning yeah. we're warning the people who are looking at the recaps. It's just it was just unfortunate. It's, yeah. It was a, s- a series of unfortunate events by Lemony Snicket. <laughs>
1: I never had those spoiled for me. No,
0: <laughs> I still haven't watched the second season. Is there a third season yet? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, all right, I'm I'm way behind on that.
1: I mean, like you and I started watching the first season when you still lived here, so
0: yeah, that's true. It has been a long time. I just yes, lost complete, has. lost
1: all track of it. Uh, I would highly recommend you go back and watch.
0: Well, I I tried to watch it with Jenny, and like the the first. The first, I think they're just two-parter stories. Mm -hmm. um, Is the one where, where the count tries to marry the little girl. Yeah, (laughs) and she was like, Jenny was like, I don't, I don't care for this. (laughs) Like, what, what is
1: this? I mean, you're supposed to not care for
0: it. I, you know, I told her that, but it didn't, it didn't help. (laughs) He he is an (laughs) evil, despicable man, right?
1: Oh,
0: Wonder Woman 1984.
1: Yeah, there's an evil, despicable man in this, too.
0: There is. It's his called name is man. Jeff
1: Johns. Oh,
0: oh zing. <laughs> Speaking of coming in hot. <laughs> so, uh, so a lot of people, uh, it seems like, hate this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, what did you think of it?
1: I did not care for it very much. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, so not quite hate. Not quite hate. I okay. thought
1: there were some pretty good moments throughout it, but overall, as a whole, I did not enjoy this movie. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, for you and me both, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I it's I didn't, I didn't like, actively dislike it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are definitely a lot of things I would change about it. Yeah. But I, you know, overall, I enjoyed watching it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was only after it was over and I started actually thinking about it that I was like, oh, no, this is actually really bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I think my my favorite sequence is probably... Probably the mall sequence at the beginning. Okay. Um, just sort of, you know, it's it's it. It felt the most superheroy of any of the um, any of the DC movies has
1: ever been. Basically, uh, the <laughs> current know, DC movies. The, the
0: current DC movies. Yeah, you know, since, because, since Man of Steel or whatever.
1: Because I will say that uh, this reminded me exactly. Of a Richard Lester Superman opening,
0: yeah. No, I totally get that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it it definitely felt like it belonged in uh, Superman two or three for sure.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, even the the opening sequence of Superman three is somewhat similar. Yeah, like it's yeah. just it's just a bunch of people around Metropolis right. getting into trouble, and then Superman coming in and saving all of them. Right. Um. And this this was somewhat similar to that. Um. In and, you know, even just the way that it looked, I feel like, was was very reminiscent of that.
1: Well, sure. I mean, you know, they are similar time frames.
0: That's true.
1: 1983 1984. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is too bad that most of the special effects and stunt effects in this movie look like they were actually from 1984. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This movie looks cheap as fuck yeah i i
0: wonder like i don't know what to blame that on like i i I, i've seen i've seen people say that like like this would have been more enjoyable on a big screen
1: that's a Um, bullshit excuse
0: yeah i don't know i don't
1: know (laughs) if that's true or not (laughs) i mean sure i mean I do feel like if I had seen this in a darkened theater with a big screen, I would probably have walked away with it slightly more positive, yeah, but not that much more, yeah, uh just there, for the experience of it right yeah no i
0: I think there are there are fundamental story problems with with this movie,
1: yeah um but but yeah, there are. Uh, like the uh, convoy sequence uh, in Egypt yeah uh, where, where Wonder Woman is uh, jumping from you know car to car and and whatnot uh, those I mean they look like like night Rider bad <laughs>
0: yeah that that was a real bad sequence <laughs> that was that was probably the least visually impressive action sequence I would say
1: yeah. Um, and then just, I, I don't know, the, the, just like the flying sequences, uh, seemed bad. Uh, yeah, like, like to me, the most visually impressive portion of the movie was the, uh, the mascara opening. Yeah. Uh, like I, I enjoyed that sequence, uh, but it, it almost felt like they, did they blow their budget on that? Right, <laughs> like like something that didn't really even pertain to the movie at all.
0: Yeah, like if I was gonna look for things to cut immediately from the two and a half hour runtime of this movie, <laughs> the the opening Themyscira sequence would have been the first thing to go. Yep, because <laughs> because it is utterly inconsequential. Absolutely. <laughs> like I understand why they, you know, you want to bring. Connie Nielsen and Robin Wright back because they're sure. cool, or Robin Wright for sure is awesome. Yeah, but uh, but you know, there's you know
1: some some context for you know just just a, a refresher course, I guess on on just Amazon's in general and, and sure. where Wonder Woman comes from. Yeah, but but yeah, that that entire sequence is you know ultimately pointless. Yeah, uh, which is a shame because it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it is very cool uh, I would say another sequence that could be cut even though I did find some delight in it is the uh, Steve Trevor fashion montage <laughs>
0: <laughs> can I tell you uh, a thing that I think could be cut entirely from the movie uh, sure Steve Trevor <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's really a shame because Chris Pine is fantastic he is he's so watchable and he's easily the best part of the movie Mm -hmm. and he is completely unnecessary
1: you're not wrong (laughs) uh you know he is i'm i'm just gonna come right out and say it i don't think gal gadot is great (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, she's she's not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's a controversial statement. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh,
1: but but I do feel like Chris Pine has so much charm and charisma that it rubs off on her. Yeah, uh, in their scenes together.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, like I don't necessarily even think they have chemistry. I just think that he is just uh, so overpoweringly good. Right. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, you're not wrong. She, he he is mostly unnecessary to this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean they they could easily. It's just it's the the fact that we're supposed to believe that Diana, who is we don't we don't know how old Diana is. We don't know how old she was in in the first Wonder Woman movie. Sure, but you know she meets she meets this guy and she knows him for. I guess a week in the original Wonder Woman movie, I don't know, maybe ten days,
1: something like that, yeah, yeah, no, not and then long. <laughs> not
0: long at all, yeah, and then is a sad sack over him, would you say she's next...
1: pining for him, oh,
0: <laughs> I would absolutely say that, <laughs> <laughs> but that she pines over this guy for the next seventy years. Is real sad, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and doesn't seem like if there's something, you know, if, if you want to make the the opening sequence relevant, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, something that comes back and actually means something later on. Have her wish be that she can return to her home. You sure. Know, literally anything, you know. That's not just like. Or this man, this man that I knew. We had even we had wanna, sex
1: once. Yeah. If you <laughs> even want to make it about Steve Trevor, you know, or or make his role in this movie relevant, I think even, you know, doing a flashback to you know an unseen moment between them, sure, uh, that we didn't see in the first movie, you know, something that, you know. Doesn't rely on just uh, hey, do you remember the first movie, right? <laughs> you know, it's back, yeah, yeah. Uh, just you know something that shows us, you know, why she is so attached to him, yeah. Uh, and you know could also be like you know hey, this is where she comes from and what she does, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, uh, you know I, I think that would have worked uh, a lot better as well.
0: Yeah, I mean there is definitely power in their relationship you know the the role that he plays in her life as the impetus for her to you know leave the island and and go out and and become wonder woman right um yeah it's just i don't know it's just you know
1: beyond (laughs) just oh i love him right (laughs) (laughs) no that 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 bothered me a little as well you know just like they they didn't know each other that long (laughs) yeah uh and 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 then the mechanism for his return is real fucking weird it's real weird
0: <laughs> talk about totally unnecessary <laughs> like it's it's a good gag i guess sure but <laughs> but no <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, ugh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and and you know, uh, we we already said there would be spoilers. Yeah, uh, yeah. the the, uh, the moment when uh, Steve Trevor leaves the movie. Uh, I mean, it is. It's supposed to be, like, this heart-wrenching, you know, choice that, that Diana has to make. Uh, and none of that comes through. Yeah. Uh, and not helped by the fact that, I mean, it's, you know, she kisses him goodbye around the corner of a pillar. <laughs> and then <laughs> turns and leaves. Right. <laughs> and, and, and we literally never see him again. But it just looks like, you know. I mean, at that point, it looks like it's bad editing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, oh man. Just that, just
1: God. (laughs) (laughs) The, The entire driving force of the plot to this movie is such a bizarre decision why they chose that to be the plot of this movie
0: yeah, are you talking about steve or are you talking about the magic wish stone <laughs> the magic wish stone <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was real weird <laughs> i did not care for that
1: no I mean, I don't, I don't know what I wanted. I don't know what I expected, but it definitely wasn't essentially, you know, genies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I don't know about like I, I, I had some reservation about Max Lord being the main villain of the movie, mm-hmm. just because I don't, you know, outside of. The Infinite Crisis OMAC Project era. Uh, I don't think of him as being like a big, big threat type character. I don't know, right. and I guess I guess you know mind control obviously is is a, a somewhat scary power, but sure. there are also there are also other Wonder Woman villains uh, who have those who have that ability. Right, Doctor Psycho. Uh, Doctor exactly. Psycho is exactly yeah. who I'm thinking of. Yeah, uh, um,
1: and- so so I mean, uh, I mean, it should not be a secret to you. I love Max Lord.
0: I, I figured, yeah, I figured uh, you had some fondness for him.
1: He he is uh, part of you know uh, the the comic series. I think that that really hooked me into being a comic nerd. <laughs> Uh, which was the, the Justice League International, which is right. why you know I love you know, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold so much, and, and Max certainly fits into that you know thing. And, and so for me, like you know Infinite Crisis or whatever else he was the villain in, like was such a betrayal of like everything <laughs> right. about those characters. You know that that it just always left a bad taste in my mouth. So him being. You know, the choice to be the villain in this movie, and also with the history that he has being a Wonder Woman antagonist, which, this, spoiler, she snaps his neck. Right. In the comic. Him. Yeah. Uh, like, I guess I had, like, well, are they going to do that in this movie? Yeah. Like, is she going to, like, is this going to go dark and she's going to, like, kill him on live TV or something? Yeah. Um, but also the way that they did go with it was just bizarre.
0: it was, yeah, it was just, yeah, I it's really like I'm just baffled by it to be completely honest, yeah like I don't I don't even really know what to say about it other than other than just what, like <laughs> why? why is this the direction in which they took this character <laughs>
1: um, and then tying. Uh, the cheetah of it all and in, into that thing too. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, I don't know cheetah that well as a character. Uh, I mean, like my, my major exposure to her as wonder woman's villain is via the super friends. Same. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know what her deal is. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, I'm gonna guess probably not, you know, Someone who was nerdy and wished she was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I I
0: know that I I've read other comics that Sheeta is in. Mm-hmm. Um, she played a relatively big part in the Rebirth Wonder Woman series that Greg Rucka and Liam Sharp did. Um, mm-hmm. And if I remember right, there's something about her, like she's she's tied to one of the gods somehow. Okay. Uh, whether it's like as their servant or or what it is, but I know there is a close tie between her and one of the Greek pantheon, um, and obviously that's not not in play at all here. No, in the movie, she just like you said is a is a nerdy nerdy woman who wishes she was a cat.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, like Michelle Pfeiffer. Sure, I, I got a. Ton of Batman Return vibes from her story arc too. So
0: yeah, Je- Jenny even pointed it out while we were watching the movie. She was like, "Isn't this just Catwoman from Batman Returns?" And I was like, "Yep." But she didn't get chewed on and
1: licked by cheetahs beforehand. No, she, she just turned into a real bad CGI character. <laughs> When, quite uh, frankly when she was rocking the punk rock look, I thought that was fine. Yeah, no,
0: I liked that a lot too. Yeah. It she she didn't need to go full cat. Nope, not at all. She she but she wanted to be an apex predator.
1: Mhm.
0: Which is real weird too cuz I thought you could only make one wish on the rock. <laughs> like uh, yeah. The the rules of the wishing rock are kind of flimsy.
1: Yeah. Well, you know the fact that it's a wishing rock. <laughs> uh, I Max shouldn't have Lord. taken a drink. No, oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: That's okay. <laughs> Just burns a little.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and like like each of the characters, I think they have their their individual moments. I, I enjoyed, you know, Kristen Wiggs initial. Transformation from you know mousy Michelle Pfeiffer to badass Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed you know Pedro Pascal, you know doing his thing. Yeah, was... I actually,
0: I actually thought both of them were really great. Yeah, Chris um, Wig, I really enjoy, and yeah, Pedro Pascal. Um, I feel like he was in in maybe the trailers. Was he trying to do not an accent? Uh but-
1: I never really in, saw the trailers, so I don't. Okay, watch yeah, I, the trailers I don't know much.
0: Maybe maybe I was wrong about that, but yeah, I, I it was nice to hear what I think is actual Pedro Pascal,
1: um, even if he looked real weird. I, I actually don't think he has much of an accent.
0: Oh really? Okay. Uh,
1: just from uh, uh just from watching him do the uh, uh community uh, reunion thing uh, early oh, right. on in the pandemic, <laughs> right. Uh, I don't recall him having much of an accent, but maybe he was putting that on, too. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Side- sidebar, that was amazing.
1: Yes, it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I had forgotten all about that, because that was
1: 25 years ago at the sure. beginning of the
0: pandemic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I will say that actually endeared me to Pedro Pascal way more than anything in The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's fine in the Mandalorian. Uh but yeah, the that community thing just uh man, it was so good.
0: Just the just the breaking was so great.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought both he and Chris and Wig were really really enjoyable, really watchable in this movie. Yeah. Um I just yeah, didn't yeah. really didn't really care for what they were doing.
1: Nope. <laughs> Uh, and, and you know, it got to the point where, like halfway through, I was like, you know, I gosh, because I did really love that first movie, yeah. Uh, and, and so, like, it just it like I started trying to justify it by by saying that uh, all the bad parts had to be Jeff Johnson's fault. Right?
0: <laughs> That's what I've heard everyone say. <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't know because there's so many bad parts.
1: There are. Like, uh, I don't know it, if that can really be true. It can't be. <laughs> Jeff Johns wasn't there supervising stunts and special effects. Uh, you know, and, and I mean, he, he contributed to the story, but, you know, so did, you know, Patty Jenkins. So
0: Yeah, and probably, you know, who knows how many other people contributed to the story as well.
1: Right. You know, yeah, did did, uh, the Snyders have their hands, you know, in this as well? I know they produced it, but... Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I would love to only blame Jeff Johns, but uh, (laughs) I just can't, right? Right. (laughs) Unfortunately, yes. Right. (laughs) Oh, boy. And uh, I, I think, honestly, the most... It's just... More disappointing than it actually is bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just because it is such a step down from the first movie. Yeah, um, and I think though what actually helps the first movie is that it is still kind of shrugging off the the effects of you know Man of Steel, uh, and that it is it is. Essentially a bleak movie, uh, but it has this just colorful, bright, positive character who is reacting to the bleakness around her. Right.
0: You're, and... you're talking about and Wiig, right? Because <laughs> Diane is a fucking sad sack throughout this whole
1: movie. Oh, I'm talking about the first
0: movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. No, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: But, you know, you're right. It, it's, she is the opposite in this one. <laughs> it is a bright, colorful movie, and she is just a dreary black spot in it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, oh. is that just because she's not a good actress? I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, it's
0: it's probably a combination of factors. <laughs> like, she didn't have a great storyline to work with.
1: Right. Uh, like probably didn't her... want to be there. <laughs> Oh, man, like her monologue scene at the end when she is fighting Max Lord. Right. Uh, Like, I mean, it is... It is barely... She is not actually interacting with Max Lord.
0: No, not at all.
1: Uh, Like, she is just talking directly to the movie watcher
0: yeah well and i mean you know there is an element of it is where she's like she's not talking to him she's talking to the people who are watching so in that in that effect she does it well but yeah no you're absolutely right Uh, it's like she's not in the same room
1: nope it it was real bad (laughs) it was just drawn out and poorly done and she is just a blank yeah and she has moments, you know? But again, like, I'm just going back to the first movie where, like, I think those were spotlighted more than, than in this one. Definitely. Yeah. So. I totally agree.
0: Uh,
1: but, yeah. <sighs> it, yeah. Like, ultimately, it's just, I wanted this movie to be good, and it just wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I what is I,
0: hmm? you, I I mentioned the timeline of the first movie i have no concept of what the timeline is for this movie at all like how long is this taking place over is it a couple days it seems like
1: like three four days maybe yeah, yeah.
0: It, it but also like i don't think all that stuff could happen <laughs> there was a lot that happened in those four days
1: for sure <laughs>
0: maybe it's all you know the results of the magic wishing stone
1: it's, yeah yeah uh, I mean there are there are characters who are you know traversing the globe instantaneously almost
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> I don't care I had... how fast the plane is in 1984 uh, I don't think that they could get to Egypt in that amount of time
0: <laughs> yeah I had a I had a real problem with with um, with Max Lord's son suddenly being close by at the very end. Yeah, like when, was like it, it seemed like wherever the broadcasting place was, was not in D.C., like it was elsewhere far
1: away. I thought it was supposed to be like in a Caribbean island or something like that.
0: I, I pictured it as like a NORAD type thing, so, you know, like off in the mountains somewhere.
1: Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, you're right, definitely not... DC adjacents, but yeah. apparently it was. <laughs> I mean, we gotta get the kid there somehow.
0: Maybe that was Max's final wish. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well the kid
1: kept wishing for wishes. That's true. But they also never came true. <laughs> yeah, well. You know, dead be dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also weird that Max Lord is a dad.
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, it, that almost felt to me like sort of a tacked on thing like oh we we need to make him at least a little sympathetic. Let's give him a son that he's trying to impress, right? Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, there there's a lot of questionable stuff throughout, I think. Yep.
1: yep. Like
0: I know I know stuff that I've seen people talking about online that that I don't feel equipped to get into probably <laughs> as as me. <laughs> But like the Middle Eastern politics of it
1: all, yeah, I saw some of that, and, and yeah, that that is the beyond me to to get into. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I, I I think that you know if they had made it a story about you know if they put more focus on the friendship between Diana and Barbara, mm-hmm. and then you know even if they you know, want to go with the magic wishing stone part. Um, and then, you know, maybe not have Diana make a wish and then just, you know, be focused on what's
1: going on with Barbara and I don't know. I don't know what to do. (laughs) No, yeah. um, (laughs) Me neither. Uh, I mean, you know, if you want to use Max Lord and and use him as like a weird Trump villain, (laughs) uh, you know, you could... Give him his powers from the comic, you know. Yeah, uh, I think that would have worked better than you know, magic wishing, wishing rock, right? Uh, uh, just yeah, and, and and that whole subplot of like the jewelry store that has a black market magical items shop, <laughs> right? <the> room. <laughs> <laughs> that goes nowhere. Nope, not at all
0: <laughs> the the thing about the like bracelet or whatever that was on the rock that had the the writing on it in the language of the gods, right, like that seemed like it was gonna go somewhere, but nope, nope,
1: nope. yeah, I thought you know, oh maybe we'll we'll see you know whatever God you know, manipulated all this, but yeah, no, not at all, yeah, nope, it's just all Max Lord, oh well,
0: yep, magic rock, yep.
1: Uh, uh, I don't know, maybe they were nervous after the, I mean, you know, the the kind of disappointment of uh, having, you know, uh, the God of War show up at the end of the last movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely get that and appreciate that it avoided another big CGI heavy battle between Wonder Woman and, you know, essentially a giant monster. Right. So yeah, I, I appreciated that that was different.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, we, but we did still essentially get that with the cheetah battle. True, yeah. that's true. All right, uh, and Wonder Woman's <laughs> weird armor,
0: her, her Kingdom Come armor.
1: Yep, yep. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this movie this movie was not great. Yep, and uh, and the the. The wrap up when when it's suddenly Christmas time. Oh yeah! <laughs> and she meets not Steve Trevor. Uh, that was just that felt tacked on and weird and artificial. Yeah. Uh, but not so much as the mid credits uh, clip scene. Yeah, that felt like just
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand wanting to have Linda Carter
1: make a cameo. Sure. But could save done it that for something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she could have done that in any other portion of this movie.
0: Yeah, she really could have.
1: Yeah. She she could have been, you know, Diana's boss at the museum. Or, right. You know, Steve Trevor's mother. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it is kind of cool
0: that she's that you know whatever the name of that amazon character was who was the one who held back the the hordes of man while the rest of the amazons escaped to to paradise island yeah um but you know otherwise it just felt kind of like a waste
1: yeah and, and i feel like you know like, like something like that I, I don't know maybe i'm just trained by the marvel movies uh, but, you know, it feels like, okay, this is something that's going to come back in the next movie. Right. Um, but I did not get that feeling at all from this. No, absolutely <laughs> like, not. Like, it is just, oh, hey, let's have this, you know, actress show up you know, because right. people remember her.
0: <laughs> that's sort of how I felt about the invisible jet sequence, too. Yep. <laughs> like, it, it was totally unearned. Like, oh, well, I, I have, you know, just out of nowhere... I can make stuff invisible just uh, like my dad Zeus
1: right oh man yeah <laughs> just like yeah once I made a coffee cup disappear. let's see if I can try it again
0: yeah like,
1: what <laughs> yeah
0: it's just yeah Yep. like maybe maybe show us her doing that with the coffee cup earlier sure yeah to you know it just just a little bit of foreshadowing that's really all I'm looking for just I don't I don't need a ton of work here. You know, Some cohesive
1: storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Oh
0: well. Oh. Oh well, indeed. Yeah. They're they're doing a third one. Yep. Maybe it'll be better. Yeah. I. You know I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I hope that they hear some of the criticisms and and are able to make make some adjustments.
1: I hope so too. And it is, you know, like I keep seeing this thing on online. Uh, you know, like you know, the only two choices that you have, you know, when you watch a movie is uh, it's garbage or it's amazing, right? Uh, but that that is not true at all, and people are definitely overreacting in their, you know, uh, takes and feelings about this movie. Yeah, but you know. But also structurally, it's not good. <laughs> yeah,
0: there, there are there are a lot of things to complain about <laughs> yeah, about yeah. the movie.
1: <laughs> it, it's by far not the worst movie I've ever seen, for sure. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, I would apologize for picking this movie, but we both would have watched it anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't think an apology is necessary. I, I have enjoyed talking about it, and it's it's helped me sort of clarify the way that i feel about it so good no good. no apology necessary
1: yeah uh it's, it's so weird because this movie was delayed so much they could have worked on it right a little more right yeah just <laughs> you know just
0: tinker with the effects a little bit
1: <clears throat> yeah yeah
0: like did they add on the christmas sequence once they once they realized that they were going to be releasing it on christmas uh
1: i mean to make it a christmas movie uh you know i i, I my whole Wikipedia you know search you know on movies that we watch sometimes yeah uh, and uh, there wasn't much you know to this one but apparently its original release date was supposed to be December 2019 so oh okay yeah
0: interesting but, yeah uh,
1: and then just kept getting pushed back but yeah I, I honestly did think the exact same thing they just said <laughs> <though>. <laughs> Oh boy. Cuz <laughs> cuz it also looks like it is just, you know, filmed in like the smallest sound stage that they could find real quick.
0: Yeah, like so so we uh you know, how did this get made did a couple of live streams uh where they talked about bad Christmas movies. Yeah. Um and one of them was a lifetime Christmas movie. And parts of it took place in like this, you know, Santa's village that was set up in this small town, and it just is the shittiest set that you've ever seen. And that's the vibe that I got from from that sequence at the end of Wonder Woman. Yeah, like oh, they they found a Santa's village somewhere, or hastily threw this together.
1: Yep, that that is exactly what I felt like as well. And then and then I. feel like they also used the exact same set, but they just cleared off all the snow and they used that for the Linda Carter thing.
0: Yeah, no, definitely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Get them next time. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Yeah, know, because, I mean, you know, I'm not asking for, for rankings here, but it's, I mean, it's, this is not a great movie. It's I think still the second best DC movie that's come out.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the first one being the first Wonder Woman. Of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I do sort of want to watch it again. Um, I think it'll be a good have on while I'm doing other stuff movie. Right. Um, Cause yeah, I, I don't know. There, there, I, I, are, there are parts that I like. Like I said, Chris Pine is is eminently watchable.
1: Sure, uh, I just, ah, man, I really like him, and especially when he does weird shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> he's really good at humor. Yeah, uh, I would like, like to see more of that. Like you know, uh, first Wonder Woman, and with with Star Trek, he, he's definitely you know got that leading man movie star presence. But then he does weird things, like, even within those roles, uh, but also just some of his, like, more obscure movies. Uh, like, did you... Have you ever seen the movie Stretch? No, I've never uh, heard of that. It's a Joe Carnahan movie. I think it was the next Netflix exclusive. Uh, it's got Patrick Wilson in it. Okay. Uh, it's it's kind of an action movie, but not really. Uh, but, but Chris Pine plays... Just this crazy weirdo who uh hires Patrick Wilson to drive him around town for a night, and it's just this over the top but also very subtle <laughs> I mean, like his character first appears by parachuting naked onto a hill, of course. <laughs> Uh, he's just got this crazy beard and long hair, and it's just real weird, and he is just amazing in it. Nice. Uh, I, I would recommend it just for his role in that movie alone. Awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I like that guy a lot.
0: Yeah, he's he's grown on me a lot over the yeah. past couple of years. I would dare
1: say he might even be the best, Chris.
0: Oh, I don't know that I'd go that far. <laughs>
1: certainly I mean, not the worst chris definitely not the worst chris yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's uh what's making you happy this week um i uh i hate saying the phrase discovered uh because <laughs> I, I clearly did not discover this thing <laughs> you personally discovered it yeah yeah uh, I became aware of uh, a, a cartoon that uh, I think recently ended its season, uh, its first season. Uh, there was a cartoon some years ago called Gravity Falls. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, which I absolutely love. Like, like, might be one of my favorite cartoons ever. Uh, there's a new one that's uh, created by some of the people who worked on that show. And uh, the creator of Gravity Falls is, like, a creative consultant, and he does a couple voices on this one. Uh, but it's called Owl House. And uh, I just binged, like, the first season of it, uh, or, like, over the weekend. Nice. And it is fantastic. Like, like, it did literally bring me joy watching it. That's awesome. Uh, it, is, uh, it is about a, uh, a girl who... Uh, you know, she, she is wrapped up in, like, you know, sort of Harry Potter-esque books and obsessed with, you know, witches and stuff like that, uh, which is causing her uh, a lot of trouble in the real world. Uh, and she winds up uh, somehow... Uh, Going into uh, uh, another dimension where witches are real and uh, magic is real and there's just all sorts of weird fucked up creatures who just kind of live and hang out and uh, and she just uh, winds up getting sucked up into all these adventures and it is just really, really great and endearing and hilarious (laughs) uh, and weird and I I loved it a lot. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Is Uh, that available to watch anywhere? I uh, don't believe it is currently streaming anywhere. Okay. Uh, but it is a, a Disney show, so I'm assuming at some point it'll be on uh, Disney+. Plus if, yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I have heard a lot of good things about Gravity Falls, and I've seen a little bit of it, but I haven't seen much. Um, uh, but that's that's definitely a show that's been on
1: my list to watch for a while. So I, I would also highly recommend that there's... Uh, I, I hear conflicting reports about whether you know Owl house is like a, an official spin-off or not but I guess there are like little nods to gravity falls here and there uh, in the show so nice uh, but but none that I caught, but also I'm you know kind of dim and uh, <laughs> don't pay attention very well and have a terrible memory sure <laughs> definitely yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. oh <laughs> Oh, what about you sir um let's see this past weekend i don't know what inspired this um but i was thinking about a dc comic series from the late 90s called young heroes in love oh yes and uh so i decided to read i read all of that over the weekend nice Uh, It was uh, 18 issues, including the one million issue. Yep. Um, And it was, it was just delightful. It was really fun. Um, I I don't know what I expected from it other than maybe I expected it to be a little, a little dirtier than it was, but Mm -hmm. it was also, you know, the late nineties. Right. I imagine if it, came out now it would be it would be like a black label series or something
1: (laughs) of course (laughs) uh
0: but yeah it's uh uh written written by dan raspler uh drawn primarily by uh dev madden yeah Uh, i think keith champagne inked the majority of it um and yeah it was just uh it was it was like i said it's a short series um and just a lot of fun so that's that's probably the the sort of unexpected thing i guess that brought me brought me a lot of happiness just in the past couple days is is reading that series and thinking about it and i'm trying to think if there's something else that i can do (laughs) related to it right (laughs) in in another capacity um so yeah that's that's my
1: pick. i uh You know, uh, I actually have quite a few of these issues. Uh, I'm missing two. Okay. Uh, But I know, like, uh, there's a comic shop uh, locally here that uh, occasionally rents out, like, a VFW hall and has, like, these crazy sales. Yeah. Uh, And it's the only time I really try to support that guy because he sucks otherwise. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so at one of those sales, I think I bought like 16 out of the 18 issues. Nice. Uh, for like, you know, a quarter each, something like that. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, missing issues four and 17, but I, I haven't read them because I don't have the full series. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great, that's a
0: great quarter box dive series to look for. Yeah. Like there, there are definitely, you know, sometimes I'll just get, get an itch to look for something but only when i'm digging through long boxes right right so yeah uh, that's 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 perfect perfect long box dig fodder
1: but but i feel like you know like what what year like 97 96 something like that
0: yeah it was like i think it debuted in 97 and okay. then ran ran like, wrapped up well yeah cuz yeah. cuz dc 1 million was 98
1: so yeah, yeah. Uh like I just feel like that era of DC is and maybe it's just because age, I don't know, but that was like one of my favorite eras of, of what they were putting out because they put out a lot of weird stuff like that. You know, yeah. just, like left of mainstream and uh like even like their just straight superhero stuff was was just you know, just enough off kilter. Uh, and, and definitely, you know, before the Jeff Johns era. So right. <laughs> to, I, to tie I, it all back.
0: You know, as, as you mentioned it, I remember what inspired this now is that I have a friend who writes for another site mm-hmm. who is doing a project where she is reading not every comic that DC put out between 1996 and 2001, okay, but but a large number of them, and primarily focusing on those sort of offbeat, Books that that you know DC was trying a lot of different stuff at the time, right? Um, and and I think that's Young Heroes in Love was on her list. I think that's probably what was in my brain as I was like, you know, I'm going to read this this weekend because I've never read it.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, they they put out some some great stuff. Like, uh, do you remember Vexed?
0: Yes, the um, the yeah. Keith Giffen Mike McCohen series. Yes, yeah, that's a. That's a really weird book. <laughs>
1: yes, it is. <laughs> I remember, uh, like, because the character premiered in, like, one of those secret files and origins things. Yeah. And, and uh, like, his, like, file card page, like, halfway through, uh, like, you know, it just uh, becomes gibberish. Right. And, and I think, like, I read that and I didn't realize that that was the joke. <laughs> because he is the god of uh, misfortune and mishap right Uh, and he he gets uh, banished to earth because he doesn't have enough uh, uh, (laughs) worshippers and it's just uh, him like just dealing with life and also like the other random gods who nobody worships anymore like Ripta Gooden the god of ill-timed parts (laughs) That's an amazing pull off the top of your head. <laughs> I have always remembered Rip the goodness
0: <laughs> from, from a series that ran for six issues. Yep. 20 years ago. I <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: can't remember what the fuck I did yesterday, but I uh, was worried I'm not, I wasn't going to be able to remember the movie that we just watched enough to talk about it. <laughs> But yes, you know? I know Rip Gooden.
0: If Rip Gooden had been in Wonder Woman 1984, <laughs> it would have made it an infinitely better movie.
1: Four stars, uh, no <laughs>
0: doubt. <laughs> uh, but yes, all all of uh, Young Heroes in Love is available to read on the DC Universe app. If, nice. Uh, if you have access to that.
1: Uh, I, I don't believe I do anymore. Aww. At least not as a streaming channel. Right, yeah, because yep. they took all the video content down. Yep, yep. Uh, well. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, do, do, do you still want to keep doing this in uh, the year 2021? You know, I gave it some thought.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> then uh, let's let's find us a movie to watch for the new year. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm looking at my list, and I feel like everything I have on here is a real bummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna pick what I think is maybe the least bummery movie.
1: <laughs> Alrighty,
0: but I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is a it's a movie that's on Netflix uh and let me know if you've seen it already it's called what happened to monday i have not okay
1: it's
0: uh it's a sci-fi movie isn't it it is a sci-fi movie it's um it's like uh oh crap the the actress who played the who was the star of the original versions of the girl with the dragon tattoo Numi um,
1: Rapace, Rapace. Yes. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Totally blanked on her name, but yeah, yeah. she. I believe she plays like septuplets.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And and they. Uh, yeah, they're they're all named after days of the week. Um, and one goes missing. So yeah. what happened to her?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I uh, have not seen this movie. I will. Uh, it's been one of those that occasionally pops up, and I'm like. eh yeah
0: that's kind of uh, how it how it's been for me too like it sounds like a neat concept i've just never been in the right mood for it so right yeah now i have to be
1: <laughs> okay me too all right
0: we'll do that then excellent what happened to monday
1: all well uh it's uh, the day before new year's eve that we're recording this so uh you know, and, and like almost February for the listener, uh, <laughs> but I, I will say to you personally, Joe, uh, have a happy New Year. You as well. I hope and, your New Year's Eve is relatively uneventful. Uh, I hope so. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's it's a Thursday, so it's the night that I. Uh, basically stay up all night anyway there you go uh so it's just gonna be real boring and uh kind of sad and uh <laughs> maybe i'll get drunk i don't know
0: awesome <laughs> <laughs> i saw that joel McHale and ken jong are hosting the uh new year's eve festivities on fox so I, maybe that'll be worth watching
1: huh it, like virtually <laughs> i guess i don't know huh. <laughs> oh man like i i I was thinking you know are people going to be doing like the times square thing and just you know fucking spreading this pandemic out even more and making it till like 2022 before we can do anything i'm i'm sure that most of it will be virtual (laughs) like i I, I can't imagine i hope so like i know that the vaccine is allegedly out there (laughs) (laughs) uh i do know two people who have gotten it oh nice uh but uh you know it's also still just out of reach enough that we should still be careful (laughs) right absolutely yeah yeah so yeah even if it's you know
0: almost february uh continue to wear a mask continue to wash your hands yep
1: continue Uh, to stay
0: home as much as you can exactly let's let's
1: uh get rid of this thing before we start doing stupid shit
0: (laughs) yes then we can start doing stupid shit again just like we did before exactly (laughs) all right sir happy new year to you as well happy almost groundhog day to the listener (laughs) we'll
1: see you next time goodbye